You are listening to the Aesthetic Vibes podcast and I am your host, Amy. This is the podcast where we talk about relevant and totally irrelevant topics. The idea here is to spread aesthetic vibes. You're here now, so why don't you hang out and we'll talk some shit. today's episode. Today I want to talk about the feeling of being nostalgic. I was recently googling, I wanted to do some research into a particular topic, I googled it and up came some books that I remember distinctly reading when I was younger. So much so I looked at the covers that they were shown on screen and I had this rush back of emotion this nostalgic headspace where I was just like oh my god this brings back so many memories and then I was like how many times did I actually read these books I don't know time and time again so when we talk about being nostalgic it's you know that sentimental yearning for something I'm a millennial so what I find nostalgic could be very different to a different generation But I started thinking about more holistically, what are the things that I remember? So I wanted to share some of that today and hopefully trigger some fond memories if you're in the same age bracket as me. Um, And if you're younger, maybe inspire you to look into some of this stuff. And if you're older, you probably know what I'm talking about as well. So um, I, speaking of millennials, I've copped my fair share of flack on TikTok for actually being a millennial. Um, I don't know how people can tell. (laughs) Maybe it's like something that I'm saying that they go, yeah, millennial. Um, I was recently (laughs) told to shut the fuck up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, millennial. And I was like, what the hell? So yeah, I was bullied by a 14-year-old. I had a dig back and she's like, babes, I'm 14. And I was like, what the hell? That is insane. So on the issue of millennials... It feels like Gen Z wants to be like a millennial, i.e. the fashion, the time, the year, all that type of stuff, the the time period, but they hate us. It just doesn't add up, right? It's so weird. So let me just talk about these books a little bit. And some of these are so popular, so popular. So Roald Dahl, like what the hell? I'd forgotten all about his work, Roald Dahl. Can you just think back? Everybody knows about Matilda. You know, the I think it became famous associated with the movie Matilda. Um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, another super famous Willy Wonka, all that type of stuff. The BFG, which is a big friendly giant. The Twits. I was thinking about this and I was like, I read this book a million times, but I can't remember the plot. And so I Googled it. And um, this is to like insane married people and they are like almost looking like they're homeless they've got you know big overgrown hair and beards and stuff like that anyway they used to play practical jokes on each other and the whole book is about one practical joke after the next 
They were really described as being these foul people who were terribly unkempt. And one of the pranks I remember after like refreshing my brain with what the premise of the novel was, or the story, there was one where Mr. Twit was getting back at Mrs. Twit and he started very, very slowly um, putting like a circle bit of um, timber underneath like the bottom of her walking stick and the chair that she used to sit in. So she was like, slowly it was getting, um, becoming higher. And then she noticed one day, she's like, oh my God, what's happening? And he said, oh, maybe you have that disease where you're shrinking. And she's like, what disease? And so like, anyway, it's a massive prank. She eventually realizes she's been pranked and then does something to retaliate. James and the Giant Peach was another one. So many memories. Okay, but my all-time favourite, the one that triggered all of this thinking, witches. The witches. So good. So good. Basically, you've got witches hunting down children and turning them into mice. You have a boy, his parents died, he goes to live with his grandma, and the grandma defines witches as these horrific female demons who seek to... um, kill children essentially well they turn them into mice and then they kill them so when she starts talking about what a witch looks like because this is the most important part of the book and there's heaps spent on this but she says that they look exactly like the next person like they just look like any other person on the street however they have claws instead of fingernails which they hide by wearing gloves they are bald which they hide by wearing a wig. They have, which which makes them break out into rash, rashes, and they have square feet with no toes. So they don't wear the square shoes. They wear um, pointed shoes to disguise that, and they cram their feet in. And they have eyes with pupils that change colour, and they have blue spit that they use for ink and large nostrils that they use to smell out children, who, according to the grandma, witches actually smell the children to be um, dog droppings or dog caca. <laughs> this was my all-time favourite. It It's quite dark, and it's quite questionable for a child my age. Should I have been watching this? Who knows? But it was one of my favourites. And the fact that all of this came from Roald Dahl's mind. He apparently was not very good in school and he was deemed um, not a very good writer when he was younger. Which is kind of funny because he turns out to be one of the most famous and popular authors of all time. But, you know, you get told crazy things when you're younger. (laughs) One of the things I love most about his writing was it was almost like he created parts that were his own language and then you learnt those words too. Um, I remember reading these as an outlet to escape, um, a way to leave myself behind and not think about any other stresses that I might have had. And I remember doing this my entire childhood. There was Babysitter's Club that I read. <laughs> there were so many of those. Uh, Sweet Valley High. There were so many of those too. Uh, at one stage, there was an Australian magazine for aimed at teenage girls called Dolly and they were releasing little novels as well so I was reading all of those this triggered my brain to think further 
and I started thinking about TV shows and movies that give me that same feeling. So I used to rush home after school and put the ABC on, which I think was Channel 2 at the time, and there was shows that I would watch. So um, Alex Mack was one of the ones for me. The girl is uh, has toxic waste uh, fall on her. She then starts to realize that she has magical powers. I remember watching that religiously every day. And when that ended, I cried my eyes out because I was like, I don't know if I can live without this show. <laughs> so dramatic. Captain Planet was another one. That earth, fire, wind, water, heart, go planet. Earth, fire, wind, water, heart, go planet. By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet. Uh, cat dog, the thing that's half cat, half dog. Angry beavers, Rocco's modern life. I loved Rocco's modern life. All really fun stuff. And, you know, they, they have this idea that it's like a comfort blanket almost it's like this little thing it's like my dog with his comfort blanket which yeah he has this thing and, and it goes over him and he's relaxed and calm as I got a little bit older the shows kind of moved from those cartoons to other and I remember Dawson's Creek was my number one show I loved it I absolutely loved it along with 90210 I think 90210 was on slightly later than I was allowed to stay up, so I'd be allowed to watch a little bit and then go to bed. I then started thinking about, okay, movies. What movies did I watch? Weird Science. I don't know if you know this one. Two teenage boys build a computer program that generates their ideal female. And so it's about they create her and then she's coaching them to get girlfriends and whatnot. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun watch. I also watched Wayne's World to death absolute to death there are parts of it that I know like word for word um Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was another really popular one for me The Breakfast Club um and Empire Records I loved Empire Records it was so good Ethan Embry I was like he's so cool and Liv Tyler like it was just fun it was just so fun so even when I think about music it brings back the same memories and there's one album in particular like there was the Dawson's Creek soundtrack so lame I used to listen to that like on repeat but there was also Hanson's first album I was obsessed with it like it was scary how obsessed I was with them um I my whole life have wanted to see them in concert and we went a couple of months back and actually saw them and it was insane like to they, they were just so like cool in a way and we we just had so much fun like singing along to all the old songs and stuff that bring back those feelings of nostalgia okay so with the Roald Dahl stuff I was thinking I want to buy the books and read them again but I'm worried to do so maybe it won't be as good as the first read and if it's not then that's going to destroy all those really fond memories that I have same goes with my favorite tv shows and movies right so I decided to rewatch Dawson's Creek and it wasn't as good as I remembered the characters were almost frustrating very um like finicky and I kind of was like oh my god this is not ideal viewing like this is kind of um shit 
but it, like it wasn't terrible, but it was it was average, right? So I was like, well, if I do that to everything that I grew up reading or watching or listening to, is this going to taint those memories? And should I just leave it and just look back fondly and maybe just buy the Roald Dahl books to have the entire series? Because it's like a a collection, like I think it's like 16, 12 books or something like that, and you can buy the collection. But then I'm like, why would, why would I need it if I'm not going to read it? <laughs> and that rhymed. You know what I mean? There for me are some things that have a stronger emotional connection than others. And for me, the Roald Dahl books really have that warm emotion. I love them so much. I remember working, so when I was 14 and nine months, which is the legal age that you can seek employment in Australia, I remember getting a job and it was at a fast food, uh, out like a fast food place. I would work like four shifts. I'd earn next to no money because you're on minimum wage. And then with that money, there was a bookshop in the shopping center across the road from the fast food place. I would go there and spend all the money that I earned purely on books. I had so many books. It was insane. And I feel like as I've gotten older and I've done a lot of study, I've been reading a lot of textbooks, which almost means for me that there's no time to read normal books. And then now I'm not studying, but I'm teaching. And it's imperative for me to know the textbooks inside out. So I spend a lot of time revising and reviewing textbooks still. And it kind of puts you in this place where you're like, fuck, like, I'm so sick of reading. (laughs) I'm so sick of it. My brain hurts. When I looked at the covers of the books, I remember distinctly The Witches was completely tattered it was like it was a disgrace I basically destroyed destroyed it because it took it everywhere with me and I read it over and over and over again okay so something else I was thinking about this uh this is not a good nostalgic moment (laughs) this is the opposite so I remember um my dad was watching tv and it was quite late and I remember not being able to sleep this is when I was so young this is like one of my first memories I remember hearing the television was on, knowing that he was up, and I got up out of my bed, went to go to the lounge room. I get to the lounge room, and he has on the X-Files, which was a little bit too um, scary, if you like, for me at that age. I remember walking in, and there was a particular episode he was watching where there was a guy who could melt his body and get into people's houses through their vents and then he'd kill them and then escape through the vents. So it just looked like it was an accident or suicide, right? I remember seeing this and for years I was scarred. And I've never really watched The X-Files because of it. I was literally scarred as a small child. It's so bad. But, I mean, it's my own stupid fault. And and my dad letting me sit there and watch this shit. <laughs> I should have been in bed. I'm super interested. What in your life triggers these feelings and emotions I I don't know I feel like it's a comforting warm place I think about how many things there are I mean even the Titanic brings back memories I remember we watched that a few times because we just really enjoyed the storyline I also remember games so I remember playing uh, game consoles and I think the one for me was there was a Sega Mega Drive not a master system (laughs) in fact I remember that's sad Um, and there was a Batman game 
we used to play that all the time. But the problem was we didn't have a, um, what do they call them? Like a little hard drive data thing where you save your progress. So instead of saving our progress, we would pause it and turn the television off. <laughs> so the, like, the console was continuously on until we finished the game. Same goes for like Sonic the Hedgehog. I remember I always wanted the Sega Master System because they had a default game inbuilt, that Alex the Kid game that was like, you know, already on the system and you didn't have to pay for games. I, I don't even remember the price of games back then. I don't know if they were expensive. I don't know if they were cheap. I don't know anything of that nature. But um, yeah, so there were games as well. Definitely those. I remember a friend of mine had Donkey Kong and that was on like a Nintendo console and I didn't have a Nintendo, but I desperately wanted one, which is why we have the Switch now, the Nintendo Switch. And I've played all these old games. All of the old Marios played every single one. Uh, most have seen through to the complete end of the game. I've got Donkey Kong now. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole stack of stuff. I've got Alex the Kid, because <laughs> that's there too. Sonic as well. I've got that. I've got a shit ton. I've got an absolute just huge amount of games um we used to also play you know you know was like a thing we played it heaps when i was younger i remember getting it for christmas one year it was the coolest game ever and we'd just play 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 there was a point i think to make the game kind of go longer we do double deal the seven like so you get seven cards we do 14 cards to play so there's more cards it's a bit more challenging i used to always um play solitaire as well but with physical cards, not on a laptop or computer. So I'd sit and like, like put all the cards out. And I thought that was so fun and pick up sticks. I remember pick up sticks. You basically have um, a whole heap of sticks. You hold them in your hand and then you go like, like you let them go and they fall everywhere. And what you have to do is remove the sticks from the pile without moving any other sticks. So old school. Oh, and Jack's. These funny looking, I don't know what they were, these funny looking things and it was like a pickup game and you'd go, you'd throw one in the air, pick one up from the pile and that was one pickup and then you'd do two. So you'd have to pick up two from the pile and then catch the one that you threw in the air and so on and so forth until you've gone like six pickup and it'll be like one pickup, two pickup. So fucking old. I can't believe that I've just remembered Jax and Hamble. Oh my God, all of these fond memories. What is it for you? I'm really interested, very, very interested in hearing what are those points for you that make you feel warm and fuzzy inside. I'm sure that as I'm older, I'll look back on later parts of my life and go, oh, that was so good. That show was so good. I think at the moment when it comes to media, we turn on Netflix and you can just churn through stuff. And stuff's good, stuff's okay. You still churn through it anyway. So it's it's very different to having those um, having those nostalgic items from before. And I think now everything's readily available. Whereas I had to save up my money to go buy books, and you you don't really have to do that. You can get electronic books. You can download them from the internet. Most of the time, there are copies that you can download sometimes for free. So it's just a very different world that we live in, I guess. Okay, I'm feeling nostalgic. I don't know if it's a good feeling or a bad feeling, but I'm feeling it. 
So I'm going to leave it here today. In the meantime, you can hit me up on my socials at Aesthetic Vibes Pod. Drop me an email at aestheticvibespodcast.outlook.com. Visit my website, aestheticvibespodcast.com. Drop by my TikTok, Dr. Ames Kelly. Uh, if you're listening and you want to view, there are vodcasts exclusive to Spotify under Aesthetic Vibes Vodcast. Um, ooh, I have another podcast. I know, I know, I know. It's called the Yeah, Nah, Maybe podcast. And we are launching this week. This episode will probably go up after our launch. So um, it'd be cool if you could call by. It's a friend uh, of mine. And we're sitting in a recording studio and just shit talking about stuff that's topical um, stuff that's interesting, maybe something that we're passionate about. It's it's a lot of fun, so recommend you pop by. Um, but yeah, okay, until next time. Bye!